Oh, sorry, not Matilda. See, I'm thinking of the 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 older Matilda. So this is Rachel. Rachel Banda. Yes, yes. Uh, good afternoon, Mr. Noah. Oh, great, great, great. Welcome, welcome to the show. Yeah. So thank I was you, like, you. I was saying. You guys living in the state of Florida, I'm sure every day feels like summertime. For us here in the Midwest, it's no, we actually have the four seasons. You guys mostly, it's summer, you're sort of like on an extended weekend vacation every time. Does it, does it feel like that? Yes, it does. It does. <laughs> we, we okay, yeah, that's sun. good. That's good. Yeah. We enjoy the sunshine state. Yeah, you know, the sunshine always makes people feel lively. Uh, I think like even the, the police usually issue a lot of tickets during the summertime, cause especially up here in the Midwest, because people want to go out there and have fun, just going to, I mean, dress a certain way and just want to, I mean, uh, go out there, do some barbecuing. But I think in the state of Florida, you guys, you are, uh, you are having that almost every day. Is that the case? You are barbecuing almost every time, right? <laughs> every weekend. Every weekend we have a reason oh. to barbecue. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, President Charles Wembia, uh I think he's okay. on. Yeah. He's so, on. Yeah. Yeah, I see he's on now. Yeah. President Wembia, can you hear me? I think it may be having some technical issues. So I think we'll go ahead and uh, we'll give President Charles Wimber a few minutes, but in the meantime, we'll go ahead and introduce the people we have on the panel. So again, we are talking to the leadership of the Zambian Association of the Great Sunshine State, Florida. So we have the vice president is Rachel Banda. So we'll start with the Rachel Banda while President Wembia is getting himself situated. Go ahead, Rachel. Give us a little bit of a background about yourself. Who is Rachel? When did you come to the U.S.? When did you join the association? Why did you join the association? And what is your role? My role in the association is uh, the vice president of the Zambians in Florida. Yeah, tell, tell us a little bit background about yourself. So for those who are listening, they want to get to know you a little closer. Um, I've been in Florida since um, 2001. I have two girls, um, two teenagers, and I'm married. And um, basically, that's all. Oh, great, great. Yeah, so now we shift gears a little bit to Mwansa. Mwansa, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself and give us a little background about yourself, whatever you want us to know about yourself and your role in the association. Thank you very much, uh, 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 Buana Chairman. Uh, my name is Mwansa Waria, and uh, I'm... Uh, I'm a Zambian coming from the Copper Belt, and uh, I came in the States in in '04, and I joined the, the uh, Florida community in uh, sometime you know uh, between '05 or '06, back and forth, and uh, I'm the Secretary General for the association, and I've held a couple of other posts in different uh, uh, 
uh, executive committees. And uh, I think uh, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've learned uh, uh, to work with uh, each and everyone in the community, as well as, you know, I've, uh, you know, recruiting and, you know, fundraising functions. I've done a lot of them yeah, in the community. So, right. and, um, great, great. Yeah. So that's my role. Right, great, so great. right now, I'm, that's good. That's good. So, President Wembia, whenever you are ready, just give me a signal, or you can just jump in because uh, we're waiting on you. So, I think uh, the next question that I have is anyone of you, either Rachel or, or Mansa, you can go. Because uh, we know most uh, most people that we interview or most people that I talk to on the radio show from time to time, they always have this mindset of saying, well, we don't want to deal with Zambians. Zambians are a challenge and things like that. So based on your experience there in the state of Florida, how comfortable are you working with other Zambians? So anyone can go. Hopefully we have okay, um, our... I'm sorry. Okay. Was somebody Yes, go uh, ahead, Rachel. Okay. Yes, go ahead, Rachel. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's not easy. Any community that you go to be it uh Florida, Atlanta, New York, California, it's not easy, you know, bringing Zambians together. And in the past we have had a couple of challenges. But um like you just have to understand them. You just have to give them a listening ear, and here they're used to. Yeah, this Good. is Charles. Can you, yeah. can you hear me now? Yes, yes, sir. You are on. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Initially, I logged in through the computer. I think that wasn't uh, working, and then I called in, but I think my mic was muted from that end. Uh, thank you so much for uh, having me on, and I thank the fellow executive members to to join in. I'm not sure if uh, we also have, um, we're supposed to have a, a young person, uh, a youth. She's not a member of the executive, but she's a member of the community. Or uh, uh, Safira Kalawa, I don't know if she's on. What are the last four of her number, uh, phone number? Uh, let, me, let me check quickly. You know, technology has been... Uh, Making us a little down, yeah, but yeah. we no longer <laughs> store numbers in our head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, so uh, it ends with five two nine two. Five two nine two. Oh, oh, she hasn't logged yep. in yet. Yeah. So our system okay, here uh, doesn't have the names. I think if I have the name in my phone, then I'm able to tell who is on the on the system. Oh, I think also some networks. If you have a different carrier. It will actually, when you call someone, they will see that, oh, just for instance, Man Sabalia, I didn't have his name, but it actually shows the full name. So for Rachel, it only just shows the number. So that's how usually when somebody calls, I'm not able to tell who is on. I'll just see the phone number. So this is why I usually ask, oh, tell me the, what, what are the last four digits of the phone number. So that's how the, our, oh, yeah. uh, our system operates. 
Yeah, okay. so we yeah, are just enough. trying to get to know the leadership in the great state of Florida. So now we'll go back to President uh, Wembia. Uh, give us a little background about yourself when you joined the association, what led to you uh, joining the association. And, of course, we know you're, you're the president. Just just give us a little background about your, yourself, whatever you want the listeners to learn about you. Yes. Um, I learned about the um, association through uh, the Secretary General, Monsawali. Um, when I came to Florida, it took me a little while to know where other Zambians were. I came to Florida in 2008. Uh, I think I, I joined the association maybe a year or two after that. Um, and then I started getting engaged. So, because I see that um, it's very important to engage with uh, fellow Zambians and be part of the community. I see, you know, I have um, I've been traveling a lot. I've lived in four countries, and I've been to about 22 countries worldwide. So I've seen how other communities do uh, did a lot of things done by working together. So that motivated me to to join the association. Oh, great, great. Yeah, because the, the other question that I asked your colleagues is, uh, we know most people usually try to distance themselves from other Zambians. They will say, oh, working with Zambians is a challenge and things like that. So the question to you is, how comfortable are you working with other Zambians? I'm very comfortable working with them, and um, I actually wa- was looking for them. You know, I lived in North Florida. North Florida doesn't have a, a very huge population of Zambians. I think the entire time I lived in North Florida, there was only maybe one family there, and another family was in South Georgia, and then the rest were in Jacksonville, Orlando, and Miami, Sarasota. They were mostly South. So I I like working with my people, and I'm comfortable working with everyone. And I've worked with people from different backgrounds uh, a lot. So um, it's... Um, I, I I I know that people who have um, uh, you know they they have different backgrounds, different personalities, but I fit in very well and work with them. All right, that's great, great, great. Yeah. So the next question I have for you, tell me a little bit about the structure of your association and if there are any membership dues. Uh, the membership. Uh, dues are yes, we do have them. It's um, ten dollars per month for each member, and then uh, I'll just let the, the vice president go through the the structure quickly. Um, okay, so the structure consists of the president, can you hear me? The vice president, which is me, and the president, which is uh, Mr. Charles Wembia. Uh, we have the secretary, the general sec- uh, secretary. Which is uh by Mwansa, Walia Mwansa. Then we also have the vice general secretary. We have the treasurer, vice treasurer, publicity secretary, community relations secretary, and uh, other com- committee members too. And the membership is ten dollars each month. Oh, good, good. So, so usually, I like if oh sorry, like like we do no, go ahead. Uh, our members option. I'm sorry. Oh, you were saying something? 
No, no, go ahead. I think it was just a connection. Okay, so I was saying we do give our members an option if they want to pay yearly. They can pay $100 yearly, you know, like a one-time fee. So, like, we'll slash the $20 off. and But then if they want to pay monthly, then it, it will be $10 monthly. So we do have those two options for our members. Okay, great, great. Yeah, if you are just joining us, you are listening to Zanus Radio Show. It comes every Sunday, and today's guest is the president of the Zambian Association in the great state of Florida, President Charles Wembia, who is joined by the vice president, uh, Madam Rachel Banda, and of course the general secretary, Mr. Charles, Mr. Mwanza Walia. So the next question I have for you, ladies and gentlemen, is how would you say your experience prepared you for this role working in your position? Do you could you say you've had some prior experience working in sort of a non sec I mean non private sector in the past or this was your first time working with a group of Zambians? Anyone? Yeah, for me this is Charles. Um I've I've worked in both for profit and non-profit sector for some time now. And I've also worked in, in, in uh, government agencies and non-government agencies. So uh, back in Zambia, when I was young, I noticed uh, a need among the youth that there was, there, you know, there was a lot of um, violent conflict prior to election, especially involving the youth. So we started a group and an organization that brought them together and uh, work on conflict resolution uh, matters and issues and skills. So from there, I sprang on to join uh, a bigger organization. I, I coordinated the, the Coalition for Peace in Africa. So uh, my office was based in Johannesburg, South Africa, and uh, I, oversaw, I oversaw 11 countries. So I worked in there in that role. And then I've been working with international youth organizations, and uh, I sat on the board for the ceasefire campaign in South Africa. Uh, so, um, and of course, I was involved with church groups at the tender age. So, I have been engaged in um, organizations for some time. Although uh, I must say, associations like ours work a little, you know, a little different from NGOs. You know, NGOs as um, or for-profit organizations and non-profit, a lot of them will have uh, um, very highly mechanistic structures where oh, this is how this is done. Um, uh, associations they also you know have a structure, but the delivery might uh, uh, be, might vary as long as everything is constitutional. Yes. Oh, great, 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 great to learn that at least you've had some prior experience. And also, one that not necessarily have to have prior experience to work with Zambians, so I'm sure others may not have that extensive background, but at least at the end of the day, we are happy that at least you guys in the state of Florida, you're doing something to sort of help the, the community workers one. So uh, during this time, I think we... We all know what is happening, the pandemic and things like that. There's been countless people who have been laid off and a number of people, of course, we can't even keep up with the numbers of people who have been tested reactive or, in other words, who have had a reactive test to this COVID-19. 
and also uh, others have been laid off, companies shutting down and people working from home. So I don't know how that has sort of impacted the, your state there in Florida. Can you speak a little bit about if there are at all any Zambians who have been impacted? Because, for instance, up here in my state of Indiana, we have had a few people who have actually tested positive to this uh, condition. And the good thing is actually they managed to overcome this condition. So can you speak a little bit about the numbers of Zambians who have been uh, affected with this this condition? Yeah, there, there's Jimon, so I can uh, chime in on that one. Yeah, it, it probably his, his mic might be muted. Hello, this is Rachel. I'm not able to hear anything. Oh, Hello? Rachel, you're not able to hear anything? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I don't know if uh, the SG's mic is uh, muted. Uh, this is Charles. Uh, oh, Charles, uh, I think Mwansa has sort of dropped off. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go, I'll go yeah, ahead so. and take the, the question. Yes, we, yeah. we've, we've had um, members of the community affected by COVID-19. Uh, we actually had... Uh, uh, one healthcare um, uh, she, she, uh, employee, she, she's a nurse, and she contracted uh, COVID-19. And then we also have a lot of people that have been impacted by the pandemic. You know, there are people who work in service industries and other workplaces, and they've been heavily impacted. So all right, for those that uh, contracted it, we we kind of came together and found found a way to uh, kind of uh, ease the negative impact of the pandemic because, you know, they can't go to the store. They, uh, you know, they can't go anywhere. They can't interact with other people. So we're trying to find a way, come together as a community where we can have uh, our staff delivered or we help them with what they want to be taken to the house. And some community members would just drive by and see, and then they can speak from a distance. So just to make it easy on them. And then we've been trying to find resources from uh, the SBA and other organizations where that have information that can help people like pay their rent or that can help small businesses get loans. Uh, we extended an invitation that if anybody wanted help with submitting an application to the Small Business Administration, or if they you know, need help how to apply for that, we extend an invitation to the community. So that's just some of the things we are doing and learning from other associations what they're doing, even though the dynamics are different from each state. All right, great, great, great. And also the follow-up question to that is, um, in terms of the, the help to the community, is there anything specific that the association is doing? For instance, we had some um, association that we interviewed in the past. They are actually sort of providing some sort of direct support to their community. Is there anything that the association is doing uh, to help in this situation for those who may have lost their jobs or sort of struggling with uh, putting food on the table? Uh, for now, we, we do not have like direct support like um, 
paying their membership fees or give them uh, something like financially. But we are playing a supportive role in uh, gathering all the information that we can. If we see something that the county is doing something, we, we relate it to, to the people quickly. If we see um, you know, the government offering something, we relate it to the people, uh, their churches giving all sorts of products. And members of the community have come forward um, that have received goods in large quantities and they would share with um, other community members. So we are still trying to uh, get on a structural approach to it by looking at uh, other avenues where we can uh, uh, seek help. Uh, but so far, we've just been making sure that uh, all the useful information is shared about uh, from uh, the state agencies, from county governments, and from other organizations that is helpful to the people. So right, currently, that's, that's where great, we are. Great. Great, great. Yeah, now, so this next question is to the Vice President, Madam Rachel Banda. So can you talk about the typical demographics and the age ranges for your community? What type of people do you have in Florida? Are they mostly young? Are they mostly elderly? And can you speak a little bit about what type of jobs for the, like, for instance, I know most uh, people in northern Indiana here, they work in the healthcare sector. And I know, for instance, if you talk of Zambians in some parts like New York, most of our ladies there, they do some sort of babysitting. Can you talk about the demographics for Florida and the type of, I mean, uh, jobs that most of our people are doing that side? Um, that most of the members in uh, Florida, they range from um, youth to elderly, but we don't have so much of the elderly people in Florida. And um, like most of them, we do like they do different types, different types of work as far as uh, administrative, healthcare, and uh, the baby, like for babysitting, we don't have so much of those jobs because, as you know, um, Florida won't pay you as good as somebody who's babysitting in New York uh, gets paid. So most of those jobs are rare. And most of our members are in school because we do encourage most of them to go in school. And just like the president did mention, whatever resource we find, we usually put it in the forum and just encourage everybody to do better, go out and do, go out and you know, better themselves. So it's right, a little great, different. Great. Yeah. You yeah. Great, great. You are listening to Zanus Radio Show. It comes every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Today we are featuring the Association Leadership for the Strait of Florida, and this is President Charles Wembia, Vice President Rachel Banda, and the Secretary General, Mr. Mwansa Walia. So at this time, we're going to go ahead and play a little song, and then once we come back, then we'll unmute all the mics. So for our listeners, if you have something to say, Make sure if you have something to say, you can unmute your mic. If you don't have anything to say, make sure you mute your mic. So, thank you. Just stay, stay tuned for just a few seconds. Here is uh, again Kwa Georgi by B1.
That's a beautiful piece by B1, Kwa Georgie. Yeah, when we, whenever I listen to this song, actually it makes me miss Zambia because this is typical Zambian music. There's nothing fancy about it. It's just like a guy trying to look for his better half spouse and he finds his spouse in Kwa Georgie. Kwa Georgie is actually one of the, the areas in, in, the, in Lusaka. So again, beautiful piece by... B1 Kwa Georgie. Now I have unmuted some folks, so if you have a question, feel free to press one on your keyboard, or you can you can just go ahead and uh, uh, jump in. So at this point, we are continuing again. This is the Zanus Radio Show comes every 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Zambia Block Talk Radio Airwaves and. To this afternoon's guest is the leadership for the state of Florida, President Charles Wembia, the Vice President Rachel Banda, and the Secretary General, Mr. Wasa Walia. So the next question, I think, again, will continue with the Vice President. Uh, can you speak a little bit about the demographics in terms yeah. of the ones that you are struggling to bring to the, to the association? Because I know in some places, uh, most of these associations, they consist of the elderly people, but we want to make sure that at least we are inclusive of the younger generation. Would you say that you have a lot of engagement coming from the youth in your in your association? I think um, a lot of, um, like we do get a lot of support from the, like, mid-aged members. The youth are... Uh, not so much, uh, just a little bit, and we're 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 really we're trying to work towards that, towards getting uh, the youths involved. Okay, okay, yeah, oh. I know that's a challenge for Mr. a lot a lot of associations. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, initially, um, yeah, of course. So recently, uh, this is Charles. Yes, I think. Let me unmute the other. Go ahead, President Charles. Yes, it's just so. Um, yeah, we we have had some uh, some feedback in, in in the past about inclusion. So uh, what we did was we tried to navigate from let's say when we have uh, functions, navigate from just having night functions 
which excludes some members of the family, of course, that's an adult event. So we've tried to, be ma to, to, uh, to fuse things a little bit. We do have night functions, like last time we had a night function, but we also had a function at the park. Uh, the park events are for all ages. Five-year-olds have something to do. Eight-year-olds have something to do. And uh, we have a DJ playing music, playing both that the, the teenagers listen to, not age groups, not oldies. And we have soccer and games and all that. So uh, those events became a little bit uh, inclusive uh, because they were family-oriented. So we're trying to bring in everybody. And especially that we do a lot of um, informal communications. We communicate at those events. People give much more feedback when you're talking to them one-on-one. -on -one as compared to some people won't say anything in a large setting where you're sitting in a meeting, a formal meeting, but they give so much more feedback if you're talking to them just one-on-one -on -one, or if you meet in an informal setting like that, you know, where we have smaller groups, uh, you know, people open up more and uh, we can interact and celebrate our culture and our being Zambian. So we try to bring them that way. But, of course, there's um, sometimes the young people, like recently we've had feedback that um, uh, maybe they didn't feel very included, like some, some young people. But some of them uh, have not recently attended those events that were really very, very inclusive of everybody. And some of um, we are supposed to, to have... Um, one of the young people from the community on the show, I don't know if she joined in yet, who had this vision of uh, engaging with other youth, not just in Florida, but in Zambia and in, in, in the, throughout the U.S. and other countries where they can interact and uh, talk as youth and see how they're fusing in, in everything. I spoke with her a little bit, and uh, it was a very interesting view. So we're trying to engage everybody in and try to be as inclusive as possible. Okay, yeah, that's great, great. Yeah, so initially at the call, I sort of mistook Rachel Banda for Matilda, so I was thinking of Matilda instead of Rachel. Now I have Matilda on the line. She wants to jump in on this. So Matilda, go ahead and uh, what, what's your take? All right. No, uh... Good afternoon, good evening, everyone, those who have called in today. This is a great program that Ramos has. Um, I wanted to just make a comment to commend the executive um, team in Florida. I'm a transplant. <laughs> I moved from Missouri uh, to Florida. In Missouri, we had an association. I don't think it's there anymore. It's now something in St. Louis. Um, it, the dynamics are very different from what I found here in Florida. Also good, healthy, but just different from how things are done here. And all the administrative administration for Zifa up until now with, with um, President Charles, I can see that there's this growth um, with, with each member, with, with each president, with each administration, there has been growth. And that the executive does not give up. There are times I can tell <laughs> because I've worked with them um, on consultation. It can be exhausting, but they don't stop. They, they continue to press on. They are open to ideas. Sometimes even when they know, okay, we've tried this before. It hasn't happened. It didn't work. But because people keep on saying, we do this, let's do it again. Maybe we'll 
have a different outcome. And they'll do it anyway. And, you know, the results are varying. So I just want to commend them. Thank you, Charles and uh, Rachel and Monsa, for all that you're doing for the Zambian team, Florida. Thank you very much. Great, great, uh, Matilda. So, Matilda, you are saying you you moved from Florida. You're you're now in Missouri, right? No, I was in Missouri. I'm now in Florida. I'm a transplant from Missouri to Florida. Oh, all along I thought you had been in Florida. Oh, okay, okay, good. good no, no, no. Good um, <laughs> I, I still feel there are times when I feel, you know, like, am I really a Floridian? But everyone is very embracing. There's a, a part, um, you had asked Ms. Rachel a question about the demographic work, um, kind of work statistics. I would want to add to that. There are a lot of entrepreneurs here in Florida. I'm not sure if our Vice President was too humble. Maybe she forgot to say. But I've noticed a lot of Zambians here in Florida want to entrepreneurs or business owners. So just wanted to throw that out there. Right, that's good. Good to know. Good to know. Because you see, when when we come as Zambians in these parts of this world, uh, we have to think of five, ten, twenty years from now. What are we leaving for our children? So it's good that the state of Florida is among those states where Zambians are sort of like diversifying or branching out out of the box because we don't want just our people to be sort of uh, cornered in this healthcare sector. Of course, there's nothing wrong with that, but I think it's good when we have uh, people working in various uh, fields like entrepreneurs. So that's great, great to know. So the next question again, now that we have COVID-19, what plans does uh, Florida have? Has COVID-19 impacted your your operations in any way, or what? What is the plan, the five five-year or ten-year plan for Zambians in Florida? Uh, I don't know if the SG is on to to, to take on that, that that one. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yes, I can I can pick it up. Uh, Yes, we, we've been affected uh, by the COVID-19. Uh, uh, we, uh, a lot of uh, progress has been, uh, you know, disturbed. We had, uh, we have a goal. We had goals. Oh, yeah, you can go. We had goals that we are set up as a executive that we need to, you know, to sell to the, the general community. And uh, one of them is we, we in the next, uh, we, we'll put it like the next uh, year or so, we, we, we are looking at uh, uh, having, you know, every Floridian, you know, uh, be insured, you know, life insurance. Uh, that's what we're looking at. So that's the first thing uh, we we are we are working on, because we have had a lot of challenges as far as funerals are concerned, and uh, and uh, I can just even give you the background of it. That's how even this uh, uh, Zambia Association was formed. It was formed in somewhere in 2008, based on we lost a very senior member of the. The community, and that time we had no association, and we had that big challenge of uh, uh, the person had no insurance, life insurance. So we actually started fundraising, uh, calling people on phone calls. I mean, you know, one on one, and you know, uh, trying to raise the money. Yeah. Thank, thank oh, okay. you. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah. This is Charles. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thanks for so in. 
Yeah, just to yeah, just to add in a little bit. So um following all these changes because we know the the secretariat say, you know, Mr. Sawali and Mr. Charles Mukuka, you know, they 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 helped re, uh, draw up a program for for the entire year. So some of those, like as you said, were physical meetings. You know, we 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 had uh, things planned. Uh, following up with Matilda, since we have a lot of entrepreneurs in the community, we wanted the brainstorming session and have somebody, an expert who helps entrepreneurs, have a session with them on uh, you know business and wealth creation and improving capacity and you know creating generational wealth where people can put money in stocks and trusts and uh, annuities and all that. And we had, um, we, we are planning on sessions to educate the, the new Zambians in America. As you know, uh, the, the system, the system works in Zambia is different from here. Here there's a lot of a credit system and that credit system impacts your life in many spheres. So when people come, we're trying to, we're thinking we should have a deliberate program to tell them this is how credit affects you. When you do this, this is the outcome. And other areas of preparation so that um, people can get that orientation quick enough as they fit into American society so that uh, we help them make better decisions. And this is, just be, this is also beyond credit education we tell them about education opportunities, how do you get grants, the do's and don'ts when you're trying to uh, go to school, uh, something concerning housing and business loans, immigration matters, German business opportunities. So we, we had that lined up and as well as some health and, uh, health and fitness issues and uh, couch and youth mentoring, some homework help. So we are trying now, we are working uh, towards making how can we do this either on Zoom or conference calls. Uh, thankfully, there is now Zoom that we, we've had two meetings on Zoom now. Uh, it was uh, the first one was about life insurance, group life insurance, and the second one we had uh, it was uh, on insurance and the general meeting. So we're trying to see how best we can fuse all these things online because we are in uncertain, in the times are uncertain. We don't know when everything opens up. Uh, so, but I think we can do a lot online and still try to achieve some of these goals and get some of these things done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's great, great. I think as a people, when we migrate to this country, uh, we, I think we have to be in this mindset of leaving something behind, sort of be entrepreneurs. So, for instance, here in our great state of Indiana, we have some empowerment projects that we are sort of working in the background. I would actually, I think I'll discuss this further with President Charles in a different meeting. But just to give you a little snapshot of maybe what we as Zambians can do, I think we have this mindset of waiting for uh, others to help us. When, whenever there's an issue, we want others to help us. For instance, if you have... Uh, 200 Zambians in Freud. Like, what, what are the numbers? Do you think you have about 200 numbers or Zambians there or more or less? We have more than 200, yeah. They're close to 400. Okay. Yeah, now just imagine if you had 200 of just half of the 200 people that you have in Florida and you asked each one, 
given a period of time, maybe three months or whatever time frame, you ask 200 Zambians in Florida to come up with $600, $650, you would be looking at $130,000. Just imagine, $130,000 Zambians in Florida can raise that overnight. When you ask, say, 200 people in Florida, and you say, okay, 650 may be breaking the banks for other people. How about 500? When you raise, you ask 500, I mean, 200 people to raise $500, whether in three months or some people can cough up $500 within, I mean, just a, a, a two weeks. You'll be looking at $100,000. If you ask 150 people, you ask them to contribute $500 within a specific period of time, whichever time it may be, you'll be looking at $75,000. Now, just, just imagine you were to ask uh, 350,000, 350 people from Florida say, hey, gentlemen, let us be serious. Let us help ourselves as a people. Let us each come up, you have six months to come up with uh, $750, which is very doable, very, very doable. $750 uh -huh. per family in Florida, if you have 350 you or people who buy into this project, you'll be looking at $262,000. The two hundred and sixty something thousand dollars you can turn around as Zambians in Florida, you can invest into something overnight. You create employment for your own people. You could start up something, I mean, even buy a franchise. I looked into this franchise, uh, the McDonald's and the Wendy's and gas station. This is how we as Zambians, we are going to empower ourselves. We are not going to become economically sound if we just say, no, we have to do these jobs. No, we have to go and work somewhere else. No, we have to emulate what the Asians are doing. When you see Asians coming to this country, they look for a business. Look at what the Asians are doing in Zambia right now, the Chinese. Most of them, I think 100% of them, they are not going to look for jobs like putting an application at Findeco House or Zambia Breweries or whichever company. No. They are putting up, putting some funds together, working as a team, and then they start a business. So we've all seen what has been happening, like some Zambians were kicked out of some stores. But at the end of the day, people in leadership, especially I encourage you people in the great state of Florida, if you have 400 people, that's a lot. 400 people, if you were just to ask the 400 people just to contribute even just $350, within a period of time, you'll be looking at 140000 Now you can imagine, 140000 you can do a lot. So these are just some of the ideas That's that I true. think I, we as Zambians, we, we can do a lot. Look at the other initiative just the other day, uh, 16000 17000 was raised. So we have to look at us Zambians coming together to help our own selves. We don't have to always be looking to others to help us. So that's just my, my two cents on what Zambians can do together when we work together. When you have 400 people, I don't think we have 400 people here in Indiana. Now, uh, I was thinking outside the box with a few people. I was saying, how about if we ask our people here in Indiana to within six months, 
each family comes up with $1,500, which is totally, totally, totally doable. You ask each family in Florida, you have from now until December 31st, come up with $1,500. Do you know how much money you'll be looking at? You'll be looking at $600,000. $600,000. All the Zambians in Florida, when you have that money, you empower them by creating, opening up businesses that hires our own people. This is how the Indians do it. This is how the Asians do it. They don't have any magic powers. They just work together. So I just thought maybe i just chip in on that one. We as Zambians, this is sort of the mindset that we need to be having as we move forward. So let me not digress so much, otherwise that's just my two cents. Uh, I personally believe that we can empower ourselves if we're serious. We don't have to be looking to others. So now back to the story about my little rant there. So hopefully you'll get the message. So in terms of uh, moving forward, what do you like the most about your role? We'll go to President, uh, uh, no, let's start with the Vice President. Madam Rachel Banda, what do you like most about the role as uh, the Vice President? While we are waiting for Rachel, Let's go to the, the Secretary General. What do you like the most about your role? Uh, thank you very much again. And uh, um, I appreciate my role as uh, uh, Secretary General because I, I, I more like deal with uh, you know, the community one-on-one -on -one and uh, I have uh, experience on that one. And uh, uh, I, I always, uh, you know, have the, the policy of my, you know, I'm a, I'm a phone call away, so I listen and act, you know, and I try to accommodate uh, a lot of, you know, people from uh, various walks of life, and uh, that has uh, really it made me even, you know, uh, be uh, more uh, diverse in what I do, and uh, as well as uh, uh, I've learned from other people. I've learned a lot, you know, uh, from the president, from the vice president, from the community. And uh, that's what we, 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 we as uh, executive, we are like an open door with as far as uh, uh, contributions and, uh, you know, ideas from the community. So I've, I work with the community one-on-one, -on -one, and that's what I like. All right, that's great, great. Uh, Rachel, what, what do you like about the role as the vice president? I don't know if Rachel may have dropped. What are the last four numbers for Rachel? Uh, let's see. Rachel may have dropped. Okay. So, President Wembia, what, what, what do you like the most about your role as the president? Um, I like, naturally, I like working with people. And... Um, they like to engage and um, give, you know give to the community in whatever way I can. So uh, in terms of time and um, everything else. So I think I'm an interactive person. So most uh, roles that I've uh, done in the past involve working with people. So uh, I like um, getting. I get a lot of feedback and I get a lot of. Uh, ideas from the general public you know it's um, a lot of people some of them 
they don't even take leadership roles, but they have great ideas, not just for the association, but just for life in general and how the community can move forward. So being in this position, I enjoy getting those kind of pieces of advice and feedback and just uh, working with them. And being president, I think I've learned so much more about the community and uh, individuals uh, than I did before. So I think when you become president, you interact with a lot of people and you get to know the community uh, in a way that you never did before. So I, I like that very much. That's great, great. So what do you see as your top, uh, top achievements or legacies in your role, especially when you leave, what do you see uh, people remember you for, President Charles? Okay. Yeah, me, I've, um, um, whenever I'm doing something, I like doing it need best. First of all, I like to understand uh, what is needed, what should I, what's the purpose of doing this. So the first thing we did as an executive was to conduct a survey so that we could understand the community a little more, what are the needs are, what are the opportunities, what would they like to see, what has worked before, what they would they like to be improved on. So that, from that survey, we started devising a strategy on what program we're going to be focusing on. So uh, the first thing was understanding the need. So when we did the survey, and then we went on to, uh, we, we responded successfully to a lot of emergencies. In one year, I think we had like three or more funerals that we had to respond to and mobilize people together and resources so that um, our people could be uh, put to rest in a dignified manner. And then um, we've had um, other emergencies like immigration matters where one of us gets a challenge that is immigration related. We mobilize people and resources together to make sure that uh, the best outcome comes out of that. And uh, we've also managed to continue bringing people together. I think we've had uh, very successful events where people came together to celebrate our culture and oneness as Zambians. We share our food, and we have uh, successfully engaged other communities. Like you are saying, there is power in numbers. So at some of these events, we do just not have our people come together as Zambians, but we have engaged with other communities. We have uh, Now we have um, a lot of Kenyans coming to our, to our events. We have people from Botswana, Zimbabweans, West African, or Liberians. Uh, we have the Congolese and uh, Zimbabweans, Malawans. They are all coming to, uh, to celebrate our being African together with us, and they are inviting us to their events. So that is, uh, there is power in that because whenever we have to do something collective that involves numbers, uh, those people can help, will help us and uh, strengthen those efforts. So, one, we brought people together, and we made sure that uh, this we, we, we have some um, legal standing with the Feds. We registered the organization as a 501c3, and uh, we are engaging with partnerships like um, Amazon. Very soon we'll finalize that so that uh, people can list. Uh, if you search for Zipa on Amazon, it's going to be there, but we need to finalize that uh, process so that uh, when people purchase goods, some of that, you know, they can elect Zipa as the non-profit beneficiary, and then uh, Amazon will, will donate a few cents to the organization. So 
So oh, those are great. some of that's the great. top achievements that we uh, we done. and and of course we are working on uh, group life insurance, like ASG said. That's great, 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 great. Yeah, uh, so I know we are running down on time. Okay, are you able to hear me? Because I don't know if I was muted. Yeah, yeah, I think you may have been muted. Okay. So now we are running down on time. So now we go okay, to the fine. VP. Uh, yeah, so uh, your final thoughts uh, on the show and also what message do you have for those who are not part of the association uh, just listening to the show in just uh, 30 seconds or less, uh, your final thoughts? Um, let's continue to work together, Zambians. Let's remember we only have each other and, uh, you know, we're, we're a family. So let's continue to work together. No matter what the problem is, it can be done. All right, thank you. Uh, the Secretary General, your final thoughts and the word for those who are not part of the association? Yeah, um, just like uh, Madam VP said, uh, we we have a lot of challenges of, uh, you know, we need to set up, uh, you know, an attractive package for our people to, to be, you know, to feel uh, that uh, they should belong to the association. So, like we said, you know, uh, if, if, uh, People can, you know, come together, shall you, you know, pay up their dues. It will assist us to, you know, to make this organization uh, stronger, and we can do a lot of stuff together. We need H one right. back, and you know, no man is an island. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. President Charles, in 20, 30 seconds, your final words to your community. Uh, I would just like to thank everybody for, for the support that um, they've rendered to us, working with them and being supportive. It's a lot of the general population over there that's helped with advice, with mobilizing um, people to events and initiatives. And a lot of people play supportive roles. The former presidents have been very instrumental in um, you know, forging the vision forward. And many other individuals in uh, different regions, Jacksonville, uh, Miami, Ms. Doreen Grant, uh, Dr. Moise, uh, Sarasota, Tampa, in Orlando. It's a lot of people we work with, North Florida, okay. and I, I thank them all. Okay, all right. No, th th thank you, sir. So this has been the Zambian Association Leadership of the State of Florida. Uh, join us next week for another exciting hour with the Zambian Association of the Boston area, Boston, Massachusetts. So thank you, President Charles, to your team and everyone in Florida. Join us next week. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you so much.
Touch us. Touch us.